Hey guys, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I want to answer a question from Julie, or answer a letter from her uh, on this episode. I'm going to read you a portion of the letter. It's about imagining a scene. Julie's having trouble sustaining an imaginal scene that implies her wish fulfilled. So let me just read you a, a part of this letter. Julie says, I have a hard time imagining things. For a while, I thought I had an actual condition called aphantasia, uh, the inability to visualize. But after further research, I don't think I do. Because if someone says to me, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, I instantly see that album cover in my mind. I believe people with aphantasia cannot do that, but something is definitely not working right in my brain. Anyway, when I'm trying to imagine what it is I want, I have a hard time holding that image. For example, I want to return to Greece, or Santorini in Greece, so I sit and imagine myself drinking my morning coffee and looking out over the ocean. But it's like I have to narrate to myself, there's the fishing boats in the harbor. I can hear the Greek men below arguing politics. There's the blue and white houses embedded in the hillside, etc., rather than seeing it. I can hold the image for an instant, but then it's gone, and I have to think it again, and the image comes back. I can't sustain it. So she ends her letter. I don't know if this is uh, unusual or if many people struggle with this, but I wondered if you have any advice. Is there something I can do to accentuate my imaginings other than imagine I don't have any trouble imagining? (laughs) What should I do? Is this what I should do? Well, first of all, Julie, yes. Imagine that you have no more trouble imagining. Assume that is true for you. And I know that sounds silly. Somebody told me that in the very beginning. Assume that this is easy for you. Uh, And I did. And it does work. Now, there's a lot of things we could talk about in this letter. And I'm not going to get into the scene part of it. uh, Because actually, Julie... When you said you were you sustained that scene for a moment, just the, that's all you need to do. Just a, one action, bringing the cup to your mouth, because you're entering that scene knowing that you're back in Greece, sitting on your porch, enjoying the view, enjoying your morning coffee, and it's just an instant, a moment of that sip of cup of coffee. Twenty twenty calls at the coffee game, but it you repeat that scene, that moment. Just a second. That's what you do. You don't need to detail out all of this in your imagination for this imaginal scene. Because it's not the scene that has any power. It's your belief. It's what that scene implies. It implies that you're back in Greece. So that's another uh, episode where you're doing it. You just don't think you're doing it. You are imagining a scene and stepping into it but you're adding too many details to it. You're trying, you're, for me, when I did this, I did the same thing you did. And I noticed that I was trying to force it. I was exerting uh, too much effort. And Neville over and over says to make this effortless, make it easy, surrender to the feeling of your wish fulfilled. And over and over, he, he does talk about just assuming the feeling that it's done that you don't have to create a scene. That is not where the power is. That is just a technique. And in his core lectures, he 
spells out different techniques. And in his other lectures, he says how these are things that work for me, but you'll find things that work for you that are more suited to your temperament. And he that's why he always asked for people to share their stories and share their experiences. Neville was thrilled to hear people tell him different techniques that they use that work, and he would then share that with other people in his lectures. So don't ever think that you have to do exactly what uh, and stick to just the techniques that Neville teaches or that other teachers teach. You don't. You do not. You are no less God than the teacher that you're listening to. We're all one. There is no one better than you and there's no one that no one's techniques have to be your techniques completely or at all because what it comes down to is your assumption that what you want is yours already so here's the quote from lesson two of his core lectures the lecture's title is assumptions hardened into fact now he had just in this lecture he talks about constructing a scene and i'm going to jump that part to this part there's another technique I gave you last night. If you cannot concentrate on an act, if you cannot snuggle into your chair and believe the chair is elsewhere, just as though elsewhere were here, then do this. Reduce the idea. Condense it to a single simple phrase like, isn't it wonderful? Or, Thank you. It's done. It's finished. He says that these are not all the phrases you could use. Make up, make up out of your own vocabulary the phrase which best suits you. Make it very, very short and always use a phrase that implies fulfillment of the idea. It's not the words even. And he says that in another uh, lecture. Or actually, it's, a, it's another book. One of his books, he says that it doesn't have to be stated out loud. You're not saying saying these words like, thank you, Father, or it's done, or isn't it wonderful, out loud like an affirmation. It's the feeling of gratitude when you're thinking this thankfulness. It's this feeling of it's done. Clay uh, in the Vibe Project used this example, and on the live call, we, he brought it up again last week. It's like when we order something from Amazon. Clay, by the way, I'm totally appropriating that, that uh, example, but I will always give you credit. <laughs> Clay said it's like Amazon. You know, if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you hit that order now button on your phone and done. It's done. It tells you the date it's coming. Be there in two days. You know that it's done. It's that same feeling. It's a simple, subtle, easy surrendering. Place the order and it's done. In fact, Neville has a lecture, order, then wait. It's that same feeling that Clay so beautifully uh, illustrated in that example of ordering from Amazon, knowing that it's done. And that's all that Neville's talking about. It's this feeling of it's being done. So, yeah, Neville does talk about imagining a scene that implies your wish fulfilled, entering that scene and feeling it with in your imagination, but with your five senses, smelling it and hearing it, seeing it, 
like Julie said, if someone mentions Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, that album cover comes up in her imagination. She can see it. And so can you. If I said Red Fire Truck, you can probably quickly pull up that image without even wanting to. Or the color purple. Not the movie, but the actual color. Uh, you don't have to use, you don't have to create a scene that is a technique. Now, we could, there's a whole other rabbit hole to go down where you can actually move in imagination and go to different places in your imagination and actually be there and be seen by people there. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about getting to that feeling of your wish fulfilled. All you need to do is assume that feeling. I've mentioned before uh, Jim Meskimen. He's a wonderful actor and a fantastic. He's so talented at being an, an impressionist. And in an interview I saw with him, the talk show host asked him, how can you do switch from one personality to another? I mean, he would go from uh, Charlton Heston, Al Pacino to Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ricky Gervais, all in split seconds, just one in the blink of an eye become someone else. And he does it so completely that he gets their mannerisms down and their, their little twitches and movements that, they, that we identify them with. He takes on their personality so completely. Other than seeing his actual features, you would think it's actually that, that actor that he's impersonating. And they ask him how he does it so quickly and easily. And he said, and now he's had years of training, but, and he, but he said simply, it's, I just decide to become them. I decide to see the world as they see it. And that's all, uh, when he said that, it, a light went off. Like, that's what we do. That's what Neville teaches. Because you're assuming a state of consciousness. Whatever this wish is that you have, whatever it is you want, you're in one state of consciousness where you do not have it, or you are not it, but you have that desire. So take any state of consciousness that you want to experience, that you want to inhabit, and assume that identity just like Jim Meskimen assumes the identity, the personality of whatever actor he's impersonating, we assume that new identity for ourselves. How would I feel if I were already wealthy? How would I feel if I were 20 pounds lighter? How would I feel if I were fit and healthy? How would I feel if I were wanted or highly valued? How would I feel if my book was selling at the top of the charts, you simply assume that feeling. Just like Jim Meskimen assumes these personalities, he decides to see the world through that other person's point of view. And so you're moving from the state of not having what you want into the state of this personality of having what you want. You're putting on a new mask you're changing who you are. So think about it before you, you know, play with it a little bit before you do it. Well, what would a person that's making, uh, what number is good for you? Or what, you know, if you want to come up with a number of, of income. Or, you know, someone that's making $400,000 a year. How would I feel if that's what I had coming in annually? 
how would I feel if I had a, a steady flow of money? I always had plenty to spend. I love using the money I have. No problem going shopping because I always know I have plenty coming in. I have plenty now to use and I have plenty on its way. How does that feel? You can construct your own identity, your own state of consciousness. It doesn't have to be mine. You pick who and what you want to be. And stop worrying about the scene. Don't worry about the scene. Do like I did. Drop it for now. And just focus on what Neville says, that, that idea of whatever it is you want. And assume the feeling that it's done. And it's, just bring up that feeling of gratitude or doneness. Uh, for me, this the gratitude feeling, totally honest, uh, total disclosure here, full disclosure, that whole uh, coming up with that, this whole thank you feeling, oh, thank you, it just didn't work for me. Because once I realized who I'm talking to, then I, I'm I'm not thanking anyone on the outside of me. So uh, for me, this feeling of it's done, it's done. I have it. I am it now. I'm healed. That feeling is much easier for me to assume, to bring up, than a feeling of gratitude. Uh, and that's only because I think because I know now I, I'm not communicating to anyone outside of me. I'm not thanking the Father in heaven out there somewhere. But if thankfulness and gratitude is, works for you, then do it. You could even say, like Neville says, thank you, Father. But know that you're not thanking anyone on the outside of you. But like I said, it is done, or it's done, or I got this. Just that acceptance of it's done is what works for me. And more times than not, that's what I do. I assume the feeling of it being done. I assume it. And I, I don't go back to thinking I don't have it. I assume that it's done, and then I continue seeing my world from that new perspective of it being done. Whatever the wish is, however big or small you might think it is, you're shifting into a different state of consciousness from not having it to having it. That's all that is. By accepting that it's done, you've shifted into this new state of consciousness. You've risen in consciousness, like Neville says. You've become one with this desire, and now it's, it must come about in this physical plane. Because nothing can be experienced in the physical plane without you having sustained it in your imagination. Now, the whole scene thing, Julie, we can do that on another episode because you've got it. Like I said earlier, you've got this. That little moment with the coffee, that's all you need if you want to imagine a scene. But it all comes down to what you know to be true. The assumption of the feeling of the wish fulfilled. That's funny you mentioned Santorini because that's where Kim and I are going. Now, I can say we're going, and I know I'm not doing, you know, what Neville says, perpetual construction, deferred occupancy. I, I, I have no desire to go right now. I know we're going to Greece because that's the number one on Kim's list is Santorini. And I know we're going, hey, Julie, maybe we'll see you there. Julie, that would be a cool scene. I think we could both do. You imagine 
us walking up to your uh, house in Santorini. And maybe that feeling of, oh gosh, I don't want visitors. Maybe that's a feeling you can pull up <laughs> to make it feel real to you that you're back in Greece or hearing the knock on the door that it, you know, like, oh, Mike and Kim are here. Just an idea. So we'll talk about that in another episode. And Dan, if you're listening, I got your email today. I'm going to answer one of your questions really quickly. Uh, now, uh, Dan asked about, uh, you know, Neville and his books. Early on, he, he referred to the awareness, and God is awareness of being. And then we condition that awareness and to experience things. All, we, there's nothing that can be experienced unless awareness is conditioned, unless we are conscious of something. And then he, in his lectures, more and more, he refers to imagination. So Dan, the way I see it, it's the same thing. And in a number of his lectures, Neville very clearly says it, that, uh, in fact, let me just read you the quote first. In his 1970, December 1970 lecture, uh, You Dare to Assume is the title. Be careful what you are imagining, because imagination is God. Imagining is God in action. So what are you imagining? That the whole world is collapsing? Well, then, if that's what you imagine, may I tell you, you will have the experience of a collapsed world, but others won't. I wanted to use that quote for a number of reasons. Mainly, the main reason was because of, you know, everything going on right now. The news, if you're paying attention, people are talking about the world's falling apart and the economy's crashing and all this stuff. People are dying. Well, this, this quote uh, addresses that. Are you imagining the whole world is collapsing? Well, then, if that's what you imagine, may I tell you, you will have the experience of a collapsed world. But others won't. Because it all comes down to what you are imagining. So, Dan, God, Neville says that God, this awareness of being, is imagination. Capital I, divine imagination. And God in action is imagining. So did I say that right? God is imagination. <laughs> imagining, the verb, is God in action. He also equates it with Christ. Jesus is Jehovah saves, which is God. Because in the New Testament, it says, Jesus says, I and the Father are one. So Jesus is God. And Christ is God in action. So Jesus Christ is divine imagining it's what we do this is the power and wisdom of god so when we imagine and create in our life or manifest in our life we are exhibiting this christ consciousness now we're doing it all the time your entire life your entire human experience you are creating or manifesting from what is already created you're becoming more and more aware of what you're imagining always it doesn't just start when you found neville goddard you're doing it now intentionally now you know it's up to you and that's where this christ consciousness comes into you move into this level of consciousness where you know that it's all you that you are the operant power so you go from unknowingly imagining up wonderful things and pretty awful things into this part of your life where you know that it's up to you 
and you're actively, intentionally imagining, knowing that it's you doing it. That's this Christ spoken of in the Bible, the power and wisdom of God. We all have the power. We just don't have that wisdom for, for a while. <laughs> but now you have it. If, you've, if you're diving into Neville or just listening to me or some other teacher, and you're, getting, you're dipping your toe into this, and you might be thinking, well, I'm not there yet. Yes, you are, because you're aware that it is you. You're, if you're aware that it's all up to you, you got it. Just continue applying it daily, making this your way of life. So Dan, God, Neville says that God is imagination and God in action or Christ is imagining the verb. And that's all of us. Everything exists because of God imagining. And that is us. And there is no separation. We think there's a separation. Uh, you would swear there's a separation. Oh, there's no way that asshole down the street is me. Well, he, he might be thinking the same thing about you, but you are. We're all one, individualized, forgetting who we really are. But I assure you, we are. All right, guys, shoot me an email. Ask me your questions, feelingtwisty at gmail.com. Julie, I hope that worked for you today. I know it worked for somebody out there. I was there. I've been there. I know that. So just to recap, surrender to that wish fulfilled. Just surrender that feeling that it's done. Accept that it's done. And imagine that you have no trouble stepping into scenes in your imagination. That's a wonderful technique to use. It's fun. But don't stress over it. I took a break from it and just let it be. And then one day, I just slipped back into it easily after I assumed that I have no trouble doing it. But I didn't put effort into it like I was trying to initially. I just let that go and let it come up naturally now. I never force a scene or try to add details. If a scene comes up, I dive right in. I enjoy it. It's coming from my own being. So if it's there, I take it. I jump into that scene. But don't worry about it. Don't let that stop you. Just assume the feeling. You are the operant power. Like I just said in that quote, you are God imagining. So whatever you're imagining is what you're going to experience. If you imagine that imagining a scene is hard, that's what you're going to continue to experience. If you imagine that the world is one giant shit show and we're all going to hell in a handbasket, that's what you're going to experience. But others won't. But others won't. Why don't you be one of those others? I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.